0: Three, two. What's up, George? What's going on in the house of craze tonight?
1: In the house of craze tonight, we have a repeat offender. Mr. Drew Edwards is back on the show, the uh, Ringo Award nominee and best of Austin winner. He's gonna be on the show talking about that's right, he's gonna be on the show. He's gonna be talking about Halloween Man meets the latest adventure who, that's on global comics right now we're gonna have to talk to you about a little bit a little thing called guerrilla marketing we're gonna be talking about that mm-hmm. and you know just have some fun like we normally do so let's get it done
0: let's get it <gasps>
1: only show for independence all around Giving you a platform to spread your word all over town Catch the Craze is the place to promote to your fans With the dream
0: of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode It's time to get your man's listen to us on the go Updated every week, we never miss a day Join the squad, come on in It's time to catch the craze If you are an independent Catch, catch the, the Craze! craze. Making moves on your own, catch the craze! On your grind in the streets, catch the craze! Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, you know you wanna do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most, the crazy man, Vera,
1: and I am with George, the dreamer, Mandina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. We are coming to you live. It is Tuesday, November 1st, to all my Mexican brothers and sisters. Happy Dia de los Muertos today, November 1st. Uh, yeah, no, we are having a great show for you guys today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, November 1st. Um, we have a great show for you guys tonight. We have uh Mr. Drew Edwards, who is the creator. Yo, what up, Mike? Uh, the creator of Halloween, man. Uh his book is It Is Ridiculously Funny. I did read it and it's a very, very good read. You guys should check that out. It's it's ridiculous, but it's it's a good time. Um, we're also going to be talking about guerrilla marketing man we're going to be talking about that today on this show give a shout out to a few of our uh friends out there and but before we do all that please if you haven't done so yet subscribe to the channel hit that like uh ding-a-ling, button ding-a-ling. Up. hit the bell so you know when we're going That's live fun. and all that sure. fun stuff and uh yeah let's get this let's get this party going brother yeah so today is el dia de los muertos bro wow yeah. 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 Mexican culture. It's, uh, yeah, it's yeah that's, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. The, um, I, I live, I live in Westchester County near, uh, Sleepy Hollow. And, uh, this weekend they had the, uh, they had their parade. Oh, nice. And they do it big because, you know, the legends of Sleepy Hollow, you know, the Headless Horseman, you know, that's where, yeah. that's where the story takes place. So they do it big, man. They do a parade. They had the Headless Horseman. You know, galloping down the streets—it was good. It was—it's it, a—it's—it's a, it's, it's a nice—it's a nice time over there. So, big shout out to uh, everybody puts that together. Uh, Michael Somartino's in the chat, bro. He's uh, fresh yeah. off of Baltimore Comic Con. How was it, Mike? Talk to us. How was that convention? Uh, we have that going on. But uh, yeah, we got we got a few things going on in the Indian news as well. But what's going on with you, Sam? How, how you feeling today, my brother?
0: How am I feeling? How am I feeling? What kind of question is that? I, I, feel good. Feeling? I I'm feeling <laughs> I'm feeling good. I was I was looking for what you were talking about that whole headless horseman
1: stuff yeah. um, Washington oh. Irving who that who's buried actually in the cemetery out there uh the uh, the writer of the of the book he uh the the town Irvington not the one in Jersey but the one here in Westchester County is named after him.
0: Oh, His really? house is here and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's dope. You yeah. know who? you know who else um, was the headless horseman? Yeah, who who's that? Darius you read? dude duty. Yes, he's he a famous horseman himself. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. was That's this? right. Fantastic. Fantastic. I had a, had breakfast at breakfast with Jason. Wow,
1: look at that. Damn, bro! Did you did you fanboy? Did you go over there and ask for an autograph? Did, what did would did you do? You take a picture. I know. You know what? What happened? Tell us. Tell us a little bit about it. Did he take that. you That's out? Awesome. Salivating? What? 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 Give us the scoop, Mr. Nah, that Miller. that one
0: looked like a good good event, bro. You know, when I looked at, it, I was counting the heads, and there must have been at least <laughs> over that. over a dozen indie creators that were on Cast the Crazy that were there. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah, I, was I love like that of Damn, the whole the whole squad was there. I was like, it would have been nice to be there and then meet up with everybody face to face. Wow. Um. Yeah. You know, next year. Next year.
1: Yeah, no, there was a few few people there. I mean, oh, the, the, Rob got some digits. Yeah, Rob, look, like he had a good time. <laughs> Rob did did, did uh, look like he had a good time. That's awesome, man. I'm glad you guys did it up. I know uh, Mike's got another convention in New Jersey this coming weekend, so you guys are being busy. Technic Gods is the book. If you guys don't know who we're talking about, Michael San Martino and the crew, they have a book called Technic Gods. Big shout-out to them. The, uh, the Was that your first convention, I guess? <laughs> Damn price yelling on Medina. Big shout-out to Dan. Dan Price, we got a little something special for him in indie news. Uh, but yeah, you want to hit that, Sam? Let's, let's hit in the news. Let's let's talk about what's going on in the news. Nah, nah, you don't want to hit do. it. Uh, uh,
0: well, yeah. well, depends on who we're talking about. All right, yeah. so <laughs> where, where is it? <laughs> Like kid, like kid
1: fresco, bro. He's <laughs> fresh. He says depends on what you talk about. Second con. All right, Mike. I feel you, dog. Yeah, so in the news, what you got in the news, Sam? Give him a the little update.
0: The news is um, that um, I got an alert from Kickstarter, they're recon- reconciling. Payment. So I should be getting um, the payment this week, which means is this weekend I will be packing and shipping your Kickstarter rewards. So that's exciting. Um, And uh, so just in time, because once once I hit that ship, then I'll be launching the landing page for book number four, which uh, actually uh, which goes live on January 3rd. we're launching book four on January 3rd, but, uh, so yeah, so I'm excited about getting ready to, uh, 96% survey answer rate, which is dope, you know, most, you know, I mean, usually at this time I'm still sending out emails saying, yo, can you answer the survey? Do you want your stuff? You know, I don't have your address. I don't have the size shirt. What's up? You know, so uh, 96% um, uh, answered it. So that's pretty dope. So thank you all for even uh, Mr. Arroyo's Compoyos answered it, which is cray cray. Uh,
1: So thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, big shout out. Big shout out to everyone. Thank you so much. A little shameless plug. Also go to getyourmeds.com for some uh, t-shirts and uh, books, comics, all that other fun stuff. I also wanted to give a shout to some of the guys actually that were over at the, um, at the show we were talking about baltimore a little bit they were at the show they also have kickstarters that are running right now and that is the guys from road to Valhalla. big shout out to kj murphy who was out there john is and of course my man hector rodriguez they were out there they made the trip out there they have a book they have about 13 hours left so if you guys haven't done so yet check out road to Valhalla. it is their number it was the. it's their third issue this is the final issue of that run so you can collect the story in one shot make sure you get that also big shout out to who else was out there oh yeah of course uh chris Halo from crit was out yes. there uh yes. we mentioned in notes uh, oh, uh, I- I- yep. yes uh Dan big phil russert big shout out to phil who also has a kickstarter unknown heroes anthology he's got about two days left uh i was saying crit chris was out there he's got his kickstarters done in 10 days crit c-r-i-t check that out of course dan price bigfoot knows karate Big shout out to him his campaign his campaign is almost done 10 days to go we suck at comics that is my boy sebastian bonet he's got a book a comic in that anthology so we suck at comics the anthology about rejection is uh, also on kickstarter 15 days left so big okay. shout out to those guys um and also you know what big shout out to uh, no spell lasts forever sarah cook she's a big uh, fan of the show we thank you very much and her campaign ends in about two days so no spell lasts forever is up there so check check all of that stuff out, man. It's it's yeah, that's that,
0: that punk that makes tacos was there too.
1: Punk taco, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Mike, did you get a chance to uh go check out the book? That book looked good. Um, when we interviewed him, it looked really, really nice. But uh, yeah, there were a lot of heads over there, man. A lot of heads. I, I that's and that's what I miss about the conventions, bro. Just being able to hang out with the guys and just yeah, uh, that's you know, dope. talk shop. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: that looks like it was a good one.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm yeah yeah the after parties and all that other fun stuff but also i mean and i don't know how the traffic was mike i mean was traffic good you know was it a steady convention did you guys meet you know fans did you make sales because that's also important right when we're doing these conventions that's part of it you know it is it is work at the end of the day you're trying to get out there and uh, push your product. so and we're going to be talking a little bit about you know guerrilla marketing and some of the tactics that uh, that we've used and the do's and don'ts right you were telling me about a story about a girl um that you saw today so we'll be yeah. talking about that in just a few minutes yeah, it was a great wow. Friday, sis. Wow. Yeah, wow. I'm too so sad i know saturday's in jersey i know i know um that's all what's the name of the, that convention mike just so that we know and then people can head out there um, i'm still getting
0: hit up by all the jersey promoters thinking i still live in jersey i gotta oh, yeah. you know yes it's like oh we got to i'm like i don't live in jersey anymore yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like
1: they want you to come back to the east coast Nah, 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 it's not for you. Can you do it? I'm not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> oh, damn, remember
0: that song? <laughs> yeah,
1: not gonna be able to do it.
0: <laughs> Super um, Jersey Comic Expo,
1: oh, okay, okay, there you go. Yep, that's yeah, that's how that's going down. That's going down this weekend. It's a Works. one day show, I think.
0: Is it? Yeah, I think yes. so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got no shows lined up just yet. I did I did sign up for oh, yeah. um uh, Alien Con in um, oh, yeah. Anaheim, California. It's a big event. it's, it's, it's run by Annie Network um because it, it has all of those um UFO conspirators um and speakers um that you see on the Discovery Channel and the History oh, Channel uh wow. and A&E. So, um, it's a big event, you know, um, I secured a table at RS alley duty is, uh, and I'm thinking, I'm contemplating whether or not to take the UFO with me, but uh, yes, it's going to make it his appearance at his first actual alien con amongst okay. his brethren,
1: um, yeah, brethren, good good um, job. so it's going to be
0: uh, pretty cool.
1: So that is a short thing. When is that again for the people? Alien the con? Yeah.
0: It's, uh, the March 4th, 5th and 6th.
1: Oh, okay. So that's next year. Yeah, next year. So that, yeah, that's yeah. a short thing. You're in.
0: Well, no, no I gotta wait for them. I, that's why I oh, said I signed I up. For. I, I gotta wait for the. your yeah, congratulations! You've been approved because they gotta check your website and make sure that you have alien oh. content and.
1: Wow. All right. I thought you said you secured it. That's why I, thought right, that I signed in. up.
0: I'm hoping. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, because there's that one. There's a sci-fi con. There's one that's in. Um, um, there's another alien convention in Arizona. Um, that I'm look, I want to do. That's
1: probably a good one, man. In Arizona, oh, yeah. that's probably a good yes. one. By the time I got yeah. to
0: Arizona!
1: And that, you know what? That and that's again? part of that. That's part of the whole. That's part of the whole. I guess strategy behind you know booking some of these conventions. Go where I guess the, the fans audience of that yes. particular genre, that particular topic, are going to be. You know, I remember remember we always talk about the Star Wars convention where we met Anibal Arroyo and the fact that it had wars in it and you had a book called cosmic wars we thought oh that's going to be a good one nah, i was all strictly they just wanted star wars <laughs> if you had star wars stuff they would not no to your table.
0: but you know i still have the dvd of inkswell that we were in we were in oh, the yeah, documentary yeah. inkswell that was the, the only two things that came out of it was we were in a documentary uh about comic book creating and independent comic book creating um that went to dvd and um and we met Anibal World. Those are the only two things that came out of it that was positive from that event,
1: bro. How things have changed, right? Like that was a big thing. Like being in that documentary was a big deal. Like they yeah. interviewed us for the documentary and all that other stuff. Now it's like it's the almost well, not documentary are still big, but it's almost the equivalent of being on a YouTube channel and, and yes. having an interview. You know, like yeah. being interviewed like that. Inkswell, yeah, holy cow, man, throwback. Throwback. DVD
0: somewhere in my box somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I got something. the whole thing because um, they sent me an, uh, a copy when they uh, when they produced it. So I was like, "Oh, it's okay." You know, I wonder yeah, what that,
1: that had like a pink cover, right? Then yeah, was, like a pink cover. Yeah, I remember yeah.
0: that. I wonder whatever happened to
1: those guys. I know I'm about to Google them. Inkswell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what happened to that thing, bro. That's that's funny, man. But, I know, no, but you know what that 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 goes Inkswell screen printing. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't know what, where it was. Uh, documentary. Maybe? I'm feeling
0: kind of nasally. Yeah,
1: let, let's let's talk a little bit about some of that meds. <laughs> it's time for your
0: medicine. Guerrilla marketing, part two.
1: Yes, I gave it a part two because we talked about we've talked about this topic, but I think that it's one of those topics that when you're in indie and you have no money for conventional marketing you got to go the gorilla route bro you, you got to yes. hit the streets you got to hit yes. the streets, and you got to hit them hard but well, there's um, some
0: do's and don'ts to that whole there thing
1: There are some do's and don'ts bro i mean i think you got to keep it legal yeah try to keep it legal as much up, man. yeah yeah what was that thing you were telling me today what so was i was it?
0: watching i was working out. I was, I was um you know this morning you know when i when i work out in the garage i usually listen to podcasts or watch some videos doing a workout and there was this girl she's an anime artist and she was talking about how she was um she there was this they were it was called um garage super garage guy something like that and she she saw that how this guy promoted his dealership or whatever it was and that how he went dropping off flyers door to door and he was putting it on cars and he was doing all this crazy stuff right? I'm pissed other people are getting nachos if you watch the
1: show. <laughs> Damn. I told Dennis to keep that on the low, bro. Damn. Dennis, Dennis the menace. What's up? Dennis the
0: menace. <laughs> i unstoppable. So anyway, so she says, all right, I'm going to try that, right? So she went, she made this beautiful flyer. She made a thousand of them, right? She says, you know what? I'm going to go in my own neighborhood and go and put a, a flyer in everybody's mailbox, right? So- she gets it. She's excited. But now she goes outside and now she's apprehensive. She's like, oh, now she's nervous. She's like, oh, man, what if my neighbors see me doing this? They're going to think I'm trying to, you know, rob their whatever. So she says, you know what? I'm going to go to the neighborhood one town over. Right. So she decides to go one town over. So she's there. She's building up the courage. And she goes to the mailbox and the mailbox is locked. <laughs> right. And she's like, what? So I guess it's the mailboxes where the, the mailman has the key for it. And she's like, oh, so now she panics. And then people start walking around, they're looking at her carrying these flyers and what so she decides that she's not going to do it. And then so what she decided to do is go to coffee shops, um, uh, bookstores and ask them if this, she can leave flyers. Um, you know, but the moral of the story is there are some rules, you know, you can't go and open up somebody's mailbox and Ooh, put your boom. own, you know, because number one, that you have your information on there. Right, so number one, one, it's illegal.
1: illegal. It's illegal. That's number one.
0: (laughs) Right, but but the bounce back is they file a complaint. Someone comes after you, you get fined as a business because you're, you know, unsoliciting. You know, you're tampering with, you know, the federal post office stuff. Whatever. No one knows that you're not taking the mail. You know, what if somebody did steal the mail right before you got there, and they see you putting something in, and they just file a complaint that the mail's getting stolen, and and you just happen to come across without stamps can result. Yeah, look at that for the post. Yeah, hey, okay, yeah, yeah. missed the post, man. Damn, right. So, um, so then I, you know, I started laughing. I was like, you know, I could, I was just imagining, you know, you know what was going on in their head. And I was like, I would never, you know, me. Um, you know, even when we did the hustling, it was all legitimate, right? We went door to door, we went, we spoke to the people, we asked permission. So, you know, I guess the, the, the whole thing is. If you're going to go out there and and do the hustle, make sure that you understand the laws in your city, state, town, um, and get permission, right? Because you see a lot of guys, they'll go, they're smacking their stickers all over town. But if you get caught, that's loitering. That's littering, right? So it's, it's vandalizing. It's considered vandalizing in some areas, right? You start putting your stickers everywhere. Remember, it all comes back to you. So yeah, oh, you're
1: promoting it.
0: If you're promoting so you. It comes back to you. you. Wow. Yeah, if you didn't get author, uh, you know author, uh, authorization to do so, you're 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 putting yourself at risk. No. Um, you know, and you don't want to be you know identified as a nuisance, a public nuisance, get a fine. You know, all this stuff, whatever. Um, or you know, because then people, if word gets out, then people don't want to work with you because they think you're unscrupulous, whatever it is. I think it's um a good way to mark you know do guerrilla marketing, and then there's the the way you should not.
1: Yeah, I I think that uh, putting a flyer on a lamppost, a telephone pole, even a car windshield NYC can be considered littering and fine by sanitation. Yeah, because you know what it is, those things end up on the floor. Yeah. Um, you know if I you know usually if I see something on my windshield, you know take it off and you throw it on the floor. Now, I, who gets charged for that? I guess you know if they don't catch you, it's the it's whoever's on that flyer on the floor, right? Because they didn't see me throw it uh but yeah so you gotta you gotta you know you gotta be i i I get it the hustle you know you gotta do what you gotta do but you know you gotta you gotta be a little smart about it i i think there are ways to to do your 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 guerrilla market i think it's listen man as independent i think it's necessary and it's necessary to to think outside the box as well you know my you know what i mean nice um you know you gotta you gotta you gotta think outside the box I, i remember one of the things that i did uh for my kickstarter was i you know incentives Right, And one of the things that I was doing prior to the campaign that really helped me out, and this helped me out a lot, was contacting people prior to the launch of the campaign so they could sign up to my launch by promising them a PDF. And uh, the only way to get the PDF was to get their email address. And so I was able to get a lot of email addresses. Now, I I wasn't worried about the numbers. I really wasn't. I wasn't worried about, oh, did they actually sign up? I wasn't. I was more concerned about that email address. That was my concern because even if they didn't sign up for the pre-launch right? and I gave them a free PDF, it didn't cost me anything. Now they got a free PDF. My other thing was, if you want a physical copy of the print, you have to pledge to my campaign. But now I had the email address that allowed me to now contact them because I had opened up a rapport with them. It wasn't like I was just cold uh, sending messages like, hey. I, I got to know them a little bit and it's a lot of work. I mean, it does take a lot of work to do some of that stuff, but that's what guerrilla marketing is, it's work. It yep. is a lot of work. Like, big shout out to, you know, uh, Paul Gomez, who's hitting up stores. There's a book to signing stores today, stores. I think. He's got a book signing, ended up with a book signing today. And so there, there are ways um, to get in there. But I think for me, what worked on that campaign was that, was the fact that I was able to contact people. And I was, then I was able to hit them up and say, hey, the campaign is live. If you haven't gotten a chance to do so yet, you know, just pledge. And sure enough, they did. So my conversion rate was pretty high based on that. So that was something that worked for me on on as far as guerrilla marketing from the Kickstarter standpoint. You know what I mean? Because everything has a gorilla aspect to it. You know, it's, it's it's not traditional uh to what to what you would do. But I think that the conventional way of doing, you know, some of that gorilla marketing is hitting the streets as well. You know, just go into these stores and and, and talking to some of these um, to some of these owners, you're, you're, you know, your book being in a store is it opens it up to maybe somebody walking into that store, opening up the thing and saying, hey, man, I think I like this and happens to be a publisher. Boom. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, yeah. What, what have been some of your tactics, Sam? What, what has worked for you in the guerrilla marketing side of things? Where where have you seen your, the most success for you? Just like a tip that maybe we can give people who maybe they've done this, maybe they haven't, it might help.
0: Um, I'm going to have to talk about past versus present. Um, in the past it was, it was mail outs. You know, basically what I would do is I would uh, find out who all of the editors were. Um, and the, you know, whether it was newspaper editors where it's radio stations, whatever it is. And I just put, and I put packets together and I mailed out packets and, um, and I sent them and they, you know, it cost me a lot because, you know, each, each envelope was like a pound, um, because they had samples of the books, had a press kit, all that stuff, whatever. And that worked. Um, and, uh, and I would, I would send out five packets a weekend, boom, 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 every weekend. So, um, and it, uh, when you
1: say it worked in in what sense how how, how did it work It got
0: me on uh, national television local television got me on radio got me in the newspapers um so yeah. it, you know so I think there's certain things that you can in this so mind you like I must have sent out in a year's time maybe 200 packets right I got 10 to 12 um news stations or editors, whatever bring me in for an interview or whatever it was. So that for me was a huge return on investment because yeah. now you got free marketing and publicity that I wouldn't have gotten. Yeah. Um, so the cost of what I spent. So let's say, you know, if you if you did a if you did retail value of the books and the cost of shipping it, you know, let's say it's over a thousand dollars that I spent on shipping this stuff, um that free publicity was worth it in my eyes.
1: See, but I, and I also think that I was watching. I was watching a YouTube channel. I can't remember who the gentleman is. I would love to give him credit for it. But he had, he he was uh, he was also talking about guerrilla marketing, and he was talking about, you know, going from say online to offline, back to online, back to offline, or doing it the reverse. So what I mean by that is similar to what you were doing. Yeah, of course, absolutely similar to what you were doing, right? So you send out a package. Right in the mail, snail mail. You send out a packet. Within that packet, though, you should have your website and an Mm -hmm. incentive to make you them go back to your website, offering you know, free deliver. I mean free shipping, whatever it is. That way you get them back to the website. Right now, once you're back in the website, you can then say, Hey, you can buy this on the website, free shipping, and then you're able to send the stuff out. Or the other way to do it is get them on the website, get them to sign up to your mailing list. Get a physical address so you can send them something physically that will entice them to go back to the website to spend money on your website. You know what I mean? So you can combine the two things, you know, the the, the snail mail and, and, and getting to, to people's homes for, and also shopping online because a lot of yeah. people do shop online. But I think it's all about incentives. People want incentives. Yeah. And stuff that's cost, that, that's not going to, you know, break the bank for you. You can't, you you know, we're, we're, we don't, we got we to do this within. Within reason, similar to what Jay was saying. Um, and, and and I know Jay, you're a big proponent of offset printing. Uh buy and bold, giveaway comics in exchange for newsletter signups, ups cost per customer acquisition 75 cents, or do with a PDF. Yeah, I mean, offset printing. And and I know that for those who don't know, JD Rosario, he's a, a friend of the show. He also has a Kickstarter right now uh for one of his characters, Vicky Sticks. Check that out. But he does a lot of offset printing, and that's worked for him and i think that that actually also works for the big guys which is why when you go to a convention they're able to give away books you know what i mean because it's costing them you know cents at this point you know so there are different ways man there are different ways i think to 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 market and, and do the whole yeah
0: the i mean you to the- also think about i mean um i know Postcards were the thing at one point, but bookmarks, you know, um, you know, it's, 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 it, you're paying a little less for the bookmarks. Everyone wants a, uh, loves a bookmark. It's yeah. And it. they use it. Yeah. So, you know, go to, go to a street fair and just give up bookmarks, go to, go to, you know, the, the any outdoor function or or a book show or even you know don't just wait for comic cons but you can go to events where you can just say hey you know and want a free bookmark you know when you get a chance check out my website and you make sure your website's on it you know you're advertising your stuff and uh and and especially if it's a compelling looking bookmark if it's something that looks fun or something that they really dig boom yeah sure thank you boom you know, you could do it as a sticker. Instead, of if you don't want to do a bookmark, do it as a sticker, you know, go to these events, carry a book bag and just like, bam, 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 bam. And, uh, uh, so there's so many ways that you can do it without damaging your brand or drawing, um, the, the wrong attention towards you. Uh, and, and you don't have to worry about breaking any law. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, what up, what up, Dan? I think, you know, one of the big things, and I get, I get emails from this company all the time, sticker mule. Sticker Mule sends me, you know, emails all the time about promotions they're running, whether it's pins, stickers, you know, 20 bucks for like 50 stickers or whatever for a limited time only. And so order them, you know, order them, have them, stack them away. Maybe you may not need them right now, but when you're doing a show, yo, what up, Aniba? You have them, you have them, you know what I'm saying? So little things like this that are not going to break the bank right away, I think are, are good things to have so that you can give away, people love giveaways, man. People love giveaways, people love free stuff. And if it's not gonna break the bank, it's not gonna cost you a lot of money. Sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta spend a little money to make some money.
0: No money, no honey.
1: And that's the way, and that's the way to do it, man. That's the way to do it. I think street fair, especially (laughs) in the summertime, and for you guys, I mean, you know, um, over there in Texas, but I think street fairs, especially here in New York in the summertime, you can sign up and you can do a bunch of those, but you know, it's about, it's about the hustle, man. <laughs> Scavenger, you guys must have had a good time out there.
0: Let's get guy, you guys go throwing out these words, conundrum. conundrum. I'm thinking it's right. like something on a menu. Right. <laughs> I like a side order of conundrum.
1: <laughs> You're better than that, Sam. You're better, You're better than that. Jesus Christ. And that note, that ends the segment. Get your meds. If you yes. guys have any ideas, if you guys, any, any things that have worked for you, um, as far as guerrilla marketing, how you have handled that or what you have done in the past, what's worked for you, you know, share it in the chat, let us know. Earth. Um, and Earth. yeah, that's why we do. These kind of shows for, for that yes. for the discussions, you know, so here's a reminder
0: of why you should subscribe to cast a crazy, if you haven't done so already. And when we return, we're going to be talking to Drew Edwards. It's Monty Moore. I'm a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies, and you've been watching one of my
1: absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. What am I listening to? And You're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? Subscribe
0: now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? You are an independent. Catch the Craze! craze. Making moves on your own. Catch the Craze! On your grind in the streets. Catch the Craze! Join the movement. Catch the Craze! What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back, Jack. Howdy. How you doing? Good, Good. Good Drew. How
2: are you, man? I'm, I'm good, man. You know, like it's, it's November 1st. I, I had a, had a crazy, uh, both amazing and chaotic uh, October. Uh, Today, I have mostly just kind of been enjoying the downtime. In fact, this is the first thing that I've done all day that really would, would qualify as, as work but you know <laughs> it's a pleasure it's a pleasure to be here with y'all um i yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be back on the show uh and man you know like i i was enjoying listening to you i was enjoying everything from from i i love sleepy hollow by the way my wife and i went there for my birthday a few oh, years ago it's, it's yeah. just it's just the best uh yeah, i love how enthusiastic bad. they are about mm-hmm. uh about spooky season and the headless horseman oh, yeah. in general and oh yeah you know it's I, it was funny you know you were listening when you were talking about guerrilla marketing you know some of the stuff that you were and rightfully so telling people not to do are things that I did when I first <laughs> first started out and in fact when back way 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 back when halloween man was a web comic and I launched it in the year 2000 um one of the things I did to advertise it was I I literally just peppered my entire neighborhood in, 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 with with Halloween man stickers with the web address on it. I didn't get in any trouble. Okay, I, okay. I, I uh, hopefully may, may, that might not go so well now. So I, I think I your your advice is 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 probably right on the money. But <laughs> I, I I was laughing the whole time you were talking about that. <laughs>
1: dude sometimes we do what we got to do but yeah you got to be careful with some of that stuff it, it, it's kind of yeah. crazy did you did you see any results from it though like did you get the it positive results from yeah it worked yeah. like people yeah. people showed up
2: you know and i was like a, a punk kid you know like it's it's i i what you know when when you were talking about the consequences i i was kind of surprised that you know i wasn't getting you know people calling the cops like Some kid with with green hair is putting (laughs) is putting uh, you know stickers all over this stoplight. We need you to come stop them. You know, it's it it looks kind of a cult. Uh,
1: (laughs) Dude, you you say you say two thousand, and you got that's twenty two years ago. You yeah, know I, mean? I know, right? And that's twenty-two <laughs> years ago. Like that time freaking flies, bro. Time freaking flies. What, what was that coming from? From uh, from is,
0: Are you down with guerrilla marketing? I'm
1: down, bro. Why? I'm down with some guerrilla marketing. You got twenty.
0: Wow, yeah, dude, yeah. It's crazy yeah. to think that twenty. Damn, two
1: thousand. Yeah, dude. So it started. So so Drew, the Halloween man. That's what we're talking about today. Um, you you're you're from the Texas area, right? Born and raised. Born and raised. Yeah, we had listen. We had Drew on the show. Aren't you glad to be alone on the show and now the spotlight's on you? You don't have to share it with Dan and Paul. No, I, to- I,
2: I, I, I get, <laughs> I, get, I get nervous when it's just me sometimes. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy, but also like there's the, the thing in my, my brain that don't say
1: anything stupid. Don't say nah, anything dude. stupid. Listen, listen. I, I read the book. It's like you guys mentioned the last time you guys were on it's ridiculous bro it is so it is funny it it is it's it's just out of control man out of control uh but I, and, and I do want to talk a little bit about that for those who maybe didn't didn't watch episode 438 about 4 months ago when you guys were promoting the show tell us a little bit about about Drew Edwards who, who who is Drew Edwards well
2: uh I am the writer and creator <laughs> of the the long running by the way hi Dan um The long-running underground comic Halloween Man. Uh, I am a a Ringo Award nominee for Best Writer. I am a Best of Austin winner, uh, multiple-time nominee, and a member of the Penn American Fellowship of Writers. Uh, so that, that, those are my qualifications, but I, and they sound very hoity-toity, but I assure you, I, I don't have a stick up my butt. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty laid back guy. Uh,
0: Dude, that introduction was straight out of Game of Thrones, where they're like introducing Khaleesi. She's the Queen of Dragons, the the Freya of Slaves. That's how you. Know, so you it's not it like you needed somebody to the announce first, you. the first of his name. It's like, oh,
1: Drew <laughs> Edwards. That's amazing, dude. The Duke uh, of Spook. Uh, there you go. There you go. But dude, that's awesome, bro. I mean, listen, Rango nominee, Rango award nominee. That's that's nothing to sneeze at, man. That's awesome. Oh.
2: Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Although it still feels like anytime I say that that they're talking about someone that's that's not me. I I when I'm rattling off all of those those accolades, I I I, I kind of almost have to imagine that I'm talking about somebody else or the imposter syndrome starts to sink Right, in. yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you
1: what what were you nominated for was it for Halloween man
2: uh yeah for be- uh, best writer for for Halloween man which was awesome. you know to me when when i think about you know like the whole process of that you know like even though i didn't win i still sort of feel like so, so you know you know first fans have to vote you in and then yeah. other creators have to vote you in and and part of the process is they have like this panel of judges and they have to read like x amount of uh your books to see wow. if 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 they think it's any good and the year i was up for it uh jill thompson who is somebody i got a lot of respect for she was one of the judges and you know my whole thing is like well if jill thompson liked my
1: book i must be doing something right that's it, dude that's it that's usually around that's usually they usually do that around baltimore comic isn't it a baltimore, baltimore yeah. comic Con, that they do yep. that yeah 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 nah man that that's that's amazing and congratulations to you congratulations to you much i think that, that that's uh, that's great are you kidding me but so so let's talk a little bit about, about halloween man man like where did the idea come from what is it about like how did it was it was it the trip to to sleepy hollow that did it like where'd you get this idea from
2: so um i am i am it's not going to surprise anybody that I am fascinated with monsters. Like my, my literal first memory that if I, I think back as far as I can remember is me watching the movie them about the giant ants uh, with my dad. Uh, I've always loved monsters. And uh, I, but one thing when you watch a lot of monster movies is you kind of get tired of seeing the monster get killed at the end, you know, Mm -hmm. especially you know like the classic monster movies like king kong creature from the black lagoon or what have you uh you know most of the time those monsters are kind of sympathetic and yeah. you know they just kind of want to be loved but still uh you know some some you know white guy in in tight pants ends up shooting them dead at the end of it and you're 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 a bit bummed out by that so i wanted to make a story where the yes them Damn. um but uh yeah, I wanted to make a story where the monster was the good guy and the monster got the girl and, you know, it was told from from his perspective. That was the general genesis of it. Um the name Halloween man actually comes from from the Misfits song Halloween. Because uh, when I was trying to come up with a character, I uh, you know name. Usually, I start part of my process. I usually start with the name and, mm-hmm. and go backwards to develop everything else. Okay. So I I I sometimes listen to songs on a loop. And so that day, because I was trying to get in that like spooky you know autumnal light mindset, I I was listening to the song Halloween over and over and over again. And finally, I was like Halloween man Halloween man that's a good name for a superhero like and then like everything sort of kind of started to come together I was I was friends Uh, at the time I was living in Dallas and I I had you know access to you know a lot of artists that I was friendly friendly with I I uh you know we started hacking out a design you know the, the the pumpkin shirt was almost immediately because you know batman's got a big bat on his chest so halloween man has to have a big jack-o'-lantern on his chest and you know then we then we kind of came up with like the sort of zombified punk rocker look that he that he has and um you know at the time though like about about six months into developing it give or take um and i apologize i'm about to bum everybody out for a second um i was in a i was in a car accident um i'm a twin and, uh, I was in a car accident. I was, I was driving and a guy ran a red light and T-boned my car. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, it, 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 crushed my twin on, on impact. And so that, that, that messed me up. Like, and I was, you know, I don't mind to say a bad, uh, in a bad way after that. And suddenly, you know, this fascination I always had with, with, monsters kind of came it kind of became my like coping mechanism and the the comic became my therapy it was my reason for getting out of bed every morning it was my reason uh to 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 focus it gave me something to put you know my my trauma into and um if i hadn't had the comic i really don't think i would be talking to y'all now because like losing losing a twin you know that's that's about as rough as it can get like it oh, was yeah. you know it was terrible so yeah uh, you know the, the the comic really was my guiding light and you know here i am now you know as you said 22 years
0: that's later
2: amazing. um you know and i'm still doing it you know i'm yeah. i'm i'm yeah. i'm, I'm Happy is, uh, uh, you know, well, I'm not going to say what I was going to say because it's, it's gross, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here.
1: Yeah. No, you know, you know, Drew, that that sounds very much like what um, uh, the, the author of The Crow did with the book The yeah. Crow, right, where he put all of his feelings and what he was feeling for the loss of his love into that book, and it became that. And sometimes, it, like you said, writing is therapy and creating these stories is a sort of therapy. And um, I know I know you were talking about first you come up with the name and then you go from there. Do you go now to the powers that he may have? Is that what's next? Or, or I, I know you guys were working on the look, but when do the powers come in and the backstory for him? Where, how, how does that get weaved into the into the process? Well,
2: you know, as far as like his abilities, I started looking at if it, I I. You know, I, I wanted to look at like the different monsters that I liked. And, um, you know, initially, because, you know, one of my favorite monsters is the Wolfman. I, I thought about making him like like part werewolf. Yeah, and, right. and, and, and if you followed along in the comic in a weird way, he kind of still is. But mm-hmm. um, like I went I went back around to zombies because actually at the time, because this was like the late 90s, early aughts zombies hadn't proliferated pop culture the way the way they have now it's kind of weird to think about so i was like okay you know zombies aren't overdone you know we'll do a zombie and then you know i'm also a big fan of of the friday the 13th movies and when we think about jason like his primary ability is endurance like no matter what you do to him he always pops back up ready to go so i was like well what if what if a good guy had that ability. Like, what if, what if, like, you know, he, he, you know, you had a, had a monster, but they were, they were more benevolent. They were sort of the predator of, of other monsters. And, uh, you know, we started, you know, joking around calling it the power of the horror movie sequel. And it's sort of, it sort yeah, of stuck, um, yeah. you know, and when you come up with a line like that, you know, that can easily define your, your, your character's ability you know you, you really want to stick with it but you know I was sort of picketing choosing from like different monster movie tropes like I really uh I really love you know different types of monsters and I was kind of stitching them together. You know I I you know with the predatory aspect of it I really liked the idea of you know here's a monster that has to eat other monsters to exist. Right, right. Um so that's that's really with the abilities that's really when it where it came from when i started when i came up with the girlfriend character uh lucy i was gonna ask you uh, that, that's yeah. that's what really congealed i think what the book was actually about uh because then it became a beauty and the beast story okay. and we we had a we had something thematic we could hang the whole thing on because I think when you're coming up with a comic book character that has to have legs and carry a whole series, you, 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 you have to have some themes that uh, you know, they go back and you know, they speak to, you know, people, even when it's like a, 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 a funny book, as you mentioned, like there's, there's a lot of comedy in Halloween, man, but there's also a lot of heart. And I, I, I think that that's why, because we, we, you know, grounded it in in something I think everybody can understand, which is the need to be loved. Yeah, no,
1: no. Sorry to hear that. You're glad you challenged us into creativity. Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank uh, you. Yeah, James Obar. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I thought as soon as you said that. Now, I
2: actually you, had the pleasure of of meeting James Obar a couple of times, and and oh. we, or the second time we met, we we actually talked about that a bit, and you know, he's a he's a. He's a good dude. Like yeah. I, I, you know, he, he's, he is, you know, and I definitely, you know, we didn't go through quite the same thing, but we, I definitely feel a, a, like a kindred spirit with him.
1: Sorry, I cut you off. No, that that's awesome, dude. No, I, I love to hear stuff like that because some, you know, we mentioned James O'Barr and the fact that you actually met him and you guys shared that, you know, share that. With each other that's awesome so you you said you've met him twice was it at convention? yeah at, a, at yeah.
2: conventions i was at um the first time i was just a fan and i met him at a convention just kind of going around but the second time i was actually on a uh, a panel with him at a, a oh. now defunct comic uh, comic book convention that was in plano texas called the web comics rampage and that was one of those, those moments when I saw that I was going to be on a panel with him, I was like, <laughs> like, does anybody so want to hear what I have to say when, 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 <laughs> you know, we got the creator of the crow over here, but, um, you know, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a good dude. I don't want to, you know, over, over exaggerate and make it seem, you know, like I know him, you know, right. like you better than numbers. I do. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just within a convention, yeah. you know, my, you know, convention, you know, we have those convention, when you, when you do a lot of conventions, you meet people, I guess I'm yeah. saying. but Yeah, no, absolutely. But, you know, my experiences with him were
1: all really positive. He's, he's a great guy. Yeah. No, I, what I was going to ask you was, Halloween Man, does he have an origin story or do we not know much about it in, in the vein of, say, you know, Wolverine before Wolverine Origins came out? Did you start the story with just you just here's the character and here's the story, or did you have like an origin story? There's know, a there's
2: ago? there is an origin story which you can you can read on global comics right now. Um, it's not my favorite bit of writing, you know. I think the I think the origin story is probably the least interesting thing about Halloween Man. Um, okay. He was he was killed by a vampire on Halloween night, and then a uh, a necromancer brought him back and infused him with the the energy from a monster movie marathon that was on his his TV. <laughs> awesome. um, and you know, like we revisited the origin story. I've added like new elements, you know, as I've gotten to be a more competent writer but uh you know i think that's the thing about superheroes like usually the origin story like you have some origin stories like like superman which are really mythic and they they stand the test of of time but then you also have you know like my my favorite characters are the fantastic 4 and i think their origin story is not the best fantastic 4 story by far you know like i i prefer you know all the stuff that comes after and i kind of feel that way about halloween man you know like i look i look at that story and i'm like well it's pretty good it sets up all the characters but you know the universe is, is much uh it's much bigger and more interesting now than it when it was you know 20 years
1: ago 22 years ago jesus oh uh. yeah, dude that's crazy do you like when the, the characters obviously lucy lucy chaplin right dr lucy chaplin is, is that your characters and the characters in that world are, are they basically based on people you know or or was lucy just straight out of your head like here's this uh here's this character you know it's going to be her, his girlfriend kind of thing that's
2: a complicated question and I'm going to have to give a long-winded uh answer. Um so Lucy was a character that just came out of my head. Like like I I I had the the way I envisioned the character looking, you know, I thought the idea of her being kind of a pulp scientist archetype, you know, like I you know I had that concept. Um I knew that I wanted that there to be like a like a class difference between the two of them like he was going to be from a more blue color background and she was going to be more uh you know upper upper class more glamorous that kind of thing but um you know she wasn't specifically modeled on anybody okay but um 13 years ago (laughs) i i had actually i had actually given up on on dating and it was on St. Patrick's Day and I was talked into going to see a band a, a club called Headhunters. And I I entered this bar and I see this this girl who, you know, she she's very put together, uh, you know, like had this beautiful green blouse on, pencil skirt, you know, high heels, the whole, you know. Very pin-up-y And um <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I'm not gonna talk to her. I'm not gonna talk yeah. to her. She ended yeah. up talking to me, um, because I had this shirt on that said Al's grave digging service, we dig them deeper. And she thought that was funny, <laughs> and she started talking to me. Oh, and yeah. um, next thing you know, like she's like, Oh, well, I have to get up and sound check. And, uh, you know, here's my card. We should hang out. I'm in town for the rest of the week. And she gets up on stage and starts sound checking. And that that person ended up being my wife, Jamie. But, whoa, whoa that was exciting. Uh, maybe we still got some some spirits yeah. coming around for, yeah, exactly. for, for Day of the Dead. I don't know. Um, but uh, that that uh that woman i i I, when she was up on stage and she was singing i was like oh my god it could be lucy and in fact even my my editor on the book this guy russell hillman he's an english guy he didn't he didn't meet jamie for for several years because of that but when he finally came over he was like if i had to draw your ideal girlfriend this is the woman that i would draw um and I guess other people agreed with that sentiment because uh, artists just started kind of drawing Jamie or Lucy into Jamie, and um, you know to the point where now, like we just when we need an outfit for her, we often just pick pick something from Jamie's closet. Um, But you know, it, it wasn't like a straight line where i was just like here turn my wife into a superhero like right. turn my girlfriend into a superhero yeah, there right. was this this weird series of events
1: That's awesome dude that's a great story so then so lucy does lucy now have maybe your wife's personality in her or or has she changed at all since she um, started writing the book She definitely
2: looks a l- like like the, the, the progression of her looking more and more like Jamie has okay. happened. Their personalities always already were kind of similar, actually. Okay. Um, Jamie has a great um, whimsy about her. She's very witty. Um, But the other thing she shares with Lucy is Lucy's ability is that she's smart. And if she needs a skill, she can just, she's got the polymath thing. She can just figure it out. Jamie is actually very much that same way. In fact, I still remember one time when we were, I was on tour with her band and we were in Spain in a old castle, actually. Uh, And when we got to the kitchen to prepare ourselves food, we realized that the oven was not working. Jamie just Google searched how to repair this oven and installed it. Get like, that. that's, that's, yeah, that's just how she is. Like, if she that's needs to amazing. know something, she, she knows, she figures out it and she does it. And that is very much a Lucy thing. But there, there's a lot of dialogue that, right. that I have, um, taken from her mouth, right, uh, right. and, and put it into Lucy's mouth. But, you know, there, there's still also some, some, Points where they 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 veer yeah. off from yeah. each yeah. other naturally, but yeah. um, it does it does she does she's my muse. She does aspire a lot, so
1: you know. Dude, I I, I gotta say the, the collaboration you guys had with Dan Price, who's in the uh, in the audience, with his character and the way you guys combine those two things. What I loved about reading, you know, um, Halloween Man meets. Uh, I forget the name of the uh, the, the Latex Avenger. Latex <laughs> Avenger, of course. Um, what I do like about that is that you guys were able to keep the two characters' personalities in your world and keep them separate. So it didn't seem like one was overpowering the other. Yeah. And, and I thought that, that was that was really well done in this story. How was it working and collaborating with Dan on, on the script so that the lines hit, the comedy was there, you know?
2: I mean, I, I think I will say that I think that Dan is a funnier writer than I am. Um, I, I tend to lead more towards making things kind of quirky and weird. Like Dan actually writes like jokes um, right. for his strength. Yeah. Um, I, so we, I had the initial story and then um, I did the script um, once Dan like approved things. And then I was like, okay, co- go, go through the script with like a marker and basically x out what your character says and put in something that seems more in the voice of the latex Got it. avenger Got it. and we just had this sort of respect for each other that we knew that uh you know he knows his characters the best and i know my character the best it, 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 there was really no butting of heads it right. was very it was yeah. very easy you know dan and i are, are old friends and um, you know, this was something we were largely doing for fun, so um everybody on it you know who worked on it just had their tongue in their cheek and you know wanted to put their their a game in so yeah. you know it was no, a, it, it was, was kind yeah. of a breeze, honestly it was one of the easiest collaborations
1: I've ever had yeah no it, it was great, great job I mean I laughed I was laughing out loud at some of the things that like just the just the way that like they say Avenger, you know was in the story towards even Lucy say how Lucy would handle some of those situations. Like you guys did a really good job um, with uh, with the book itself, and I I Thank recommend you. it to anyone who's you know who who wants to laugh. Check out Halloween Man uh, on on Global Comics. But so are, are you doing any more collaborations with any other characters, or, or is that something that's going to be that you're going to be doing with Halloween Man? Or... You know, looking
2: into twenty twenty three, it's it's going to be more of, of a focus on. You know, with what we're doing with Global Comics now, um, the plan is instead of doing more individual issues, um, what I'm going to do is we're going to complete an entire story arc. And we're going to just put up the whole story arc on uh, Global Comics. And that way you get the whole thing. You get to read it and there's no waiting around for like the next chapter or anything. Because what I've noticed when I go to conventions I don't, I never printed up individual issues. Like for, wh- like when I was doing Comicsology, it was more in the format of like a monthly comic book, but but I would always just print up a collection when I was done with the story arc. And people really like that about it. Like people like buying that. So I, I've decided to kind of follow that format into the global comics era of Halloween, man. And, you yeah. know, judging by how well we've done with this october i think that people people liked it because the launch you know we have our entire catalog on there right now pretty much and it's all for free at the moment like you have Mm -hmm. no reason to not check out global comics and you have no reason to not check out halloween man like and you can dive in at any point you can start at the beginning you can you know start with the latex avenger crossover Mm -hmm. um you can start with the the mr hyde story that we just put out like there's there's just you know dive in pick out a story that looks appealing to you and you know here's a new comic book universe you get to explore
1: that's awesome dude and if you're like an old man like me uh drew can i get those comics in physical format like can i order them from say a website or hit you so, up and say hey man I want I
2: want to copy. They are available on Indie Planet, but you can okay. also go to halloweenman.com. Um we have an online store. It doesn't quite have every issue up there yet. However, um a lot of them are up there and you can order them through there. Um Jeez, Yeah. So That's like cuz awesome. like, we we and and there are some stuff brewing with Global Comics to where there will be print um availability uh, into into the new year. I don't I don't want to speak out of turn on that though, but you know, keep your yeah. keep your eyes
1: peeled on that. We'll we'll definitely will do, man. We'll do. Uh, hey, what's up, John? No, yeah, awesome, awesome, Drew. So listen, we you know this has been fun. You haven't said anything you know crazy or stupid. You're fine. It's been it's been amazing. So. Tell us uh, how (laughs) to tell us uh, how do people get in contact with you? Is is there a social uh, media that they can follow other than obviously Global Comics? You know, you can get the comics there, but uh, how else can they get in contact with you if anybody wanted to, you know, just become a fan of Drew? Well,
2: first of all, yes, go check out Halloween Man on Global Comics. Uh, Right now, there is a big. Halloween man banner going across because they've been very aggressive promoting it, but I'm sure they'll be taking that now that it's no longer October. I'm sure they'll be taking that down in the next couple of days. So if you web sir, if you search Halloween man, global comics, that's comics with an X you will, you will be able to find it on Instagram. I am drew underscore Halloween and on Twitter. Um, unless Elon Musk bans me in the next couple of days, I, uh, (laughs) I am Halloween Man. Calm. That's all one word, all lowercase. Awesome, man.
1: Awesome. And listen, you're you're welcome back anytime, Drew. Thank you so much for sharing your story and, ah. and you know Halloween Man. And I look forward to uh, to possibly getting a, a physical copy of the book because I definitely want to want to have something to to read now. How many how many issues do you have in total? Um,
2: right well, we've bunched all a bu- a bunch of them together. So in their current format, uh, we have thirty nine. Uh, it's a bit difficult to say how that much that is overall because when it started out, it was a webcomic. Yeah. So th- there wasn't like issues in the the traditional sense of the
1: word. But uh, we'll just say 39. That sounds right. That sounds right. All right, cool. Yeah, no, and we'll love to have you back because I definitely want to know more about you know how, how you went from webcomic web to where you are now in the transition like that. We didn't really get to touch on that. But uh, no, definitely for sure, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, and thanks, Drew, thanks for having me. Yeah.
2: yeah I, I, I love doing this show. So, yeah, please have yeah. me back on. Ah, you got it, man.
1: You got it. Definitely. Thank you so much, you. We'll talk soon, man.
2: Happy belated
0: Halloween. <laughs>
1: yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> later, bud.
0: Oh, All right. so the link is in the chat um, for Global Comics. Um, and uh, uh, check it out if you get a chance. And um, I'll add his social media um, links later. But yeah, you can check it out, and it's also on the. So when you go to Global Comics, you're going to be looking for that page right there. Um, so it's pretty simple,
1: and uh, yeah, really cool stuff. Yeah, man, good stuff, bro. I, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the uh, the book. Very funny, very funny book. Halloween Man, uh, cool title and uh, cool character, dude. He's been doing this for 22 years, bro. 22 years. That's that's incredible. Talk about longevity, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Wow, that's 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 awesome. Yeah,
0: awesome. man. That is pretty dope. It's, you know, uh, and again, you know, it's um um the stories are why we do the show. It's mm-hmm. really about the stories. I love the, it. You know, the you know the, the 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 result of the story is the book, but the the story is always the most fascinating for me. Yeah, um, Cuz everyone has a unique story and everyone deals with adversity in different ways. Um and you know, I think if there wasn't art, if there wasn't creativity, I mean, how, I mean, the world would be in such a dark place. Yeah, how think.
1: could we, How would we cope with some of yeah. this? Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it's yeah. it's amazing to think about it. You know, um, I know for me, it's 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 uh, very relaxing. It's uh, uh, therapeutic. You know, when I'm drawing, it's how I deal with stress. When I deal with stuff that gets gets me upset, or um, you know, uh, heartbreak being in a room listening to celtic music in the background or you know and listening to uh, you know just calming music and just drawing it allows me to just think and process as um and while doing something i love you know what i'm saying
1: mm-hmm. yeah no i i think creative minds like ours that that's what we do right we talked about this i think last week we were joking around about poetry and how you know we used to write poetry and how you know we you know Aniva who was on the chat he was talking about. He also write poetry, so it's 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 definitely the way we cope with some yeah. of stuff, heartbreak. Um, and and kudos to uh to Drew for the way he handles such a devastating, uh, incident in his life. You know, yeah, no, that's that's always always the best the best part of it. But big shout out to him for for this for for coming coming out on top of that. Yeah, I mean, it's like I lost
0: my brother. But you know he wasn't a twin. You know I lost my brother. No, and, uh, his twin
1: gone. Yeah, I mean
0: I can't even fathom what that is because you know you're like there's there's this there's this bond and link that you have um, that none of us who don't have it will ever understand. Um, uh, and uh, but I understand what, loss. I mean I lost my brother and my grandmother on the same day. I lost my you know my mom. So loss is never easy to cope with. But you know um, to be able to find something positive and creative to deal with that loss is always a blessing in disguise. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So definitely, guys, check out globalcomics.com. The book is up there for free. And, uh, you know, and like you said, they, they may be working on stuff where you can get some stuff in print. But if you did want to get the printed copy of it, uh then you can definitely go check out his website and uh, order it through, uh, through the website. If you are like me, who wants to you know hold the book in your hand, very funny book. Big shout out to uh, to everybody involved in the book. Um, and I, and I, and I wanted to ask him a little bit more. We just ran out of time. I was just loving his stories. But big shout out to everybody who was involved in the book, um, especially this one that, that he's got that we were talking about. Halloween Man meets the Latex Adventure. The Latex Adventure, of course. Big shout out to Dan Price, Paulo uh, Hernandez, April Guadina, and uh, Halo Seraphim. Also his editor, Russell Hillman, and uh, Jamie Barr who also were part of the team who worked on this book. So big shout out to everybody who collaborated in this book and definitely, definitely check that out. We will be back tomorrow with another live show at eight o'clock, right? Sammy, we got another show tomorrow.
0: Yes. We have Nick Gibson. He's going to be talking about screecher. screecher. Um, so we'll be talking to him tomorrow. He's also a return guest. And then Thursday morning, we got the morning brew with the crazy crew where we're going to be following up on that conversation on how important is that uh, opening passage um, to your book, um, whether it's a comic book or prose. Um, so uh, we will be following up with that conversation and talking about a whole lot of other things, um, pop culture and comic related. So join us on the morning brew 9 a.m. Bring your coffee, bring your energy and bring your conversation because uh, we love to have a uh, banter back and forth with our audience and we appreciate everybody out there and if you haven't done so already and if you like this episode give us a thumbs up hit that like button hit the subscribe you know let the world know um about cast the craze because when we grow the indie community grows and that's why we do this show um it's for indies by indies um and uh it's just and we love to share their stories because that's what it's all about that's right um but, uh, yeah, so uh, great show. Again, I want to say thank you. Congratulations to Aurelis, um, who moved into her new home. Congratulations um, to you and, uh, you know, to everybody out there. Thank you, uh, Michael San Martino and JD Unstoppable and Dan Price and Anibal Royals, Aurelis, and uh, Johnny Syfax. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We appreciate your support. Um, with that said, I'm seeing the crazy man.
1: dream on my day now. And, and we are out. Oh, crazy.
0: No, it's all about my friend Aquisa. Oh. Crazy. Say my
1: name. <laughs> Say my name. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is what you were thinking? Crazy. Oh, oh are listening what? to Catch the crazy? You're listening to Catch the You're listening to Catch the Craze. Yeah. You're no.
2: You are listening to Catch the Craze. This is Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. girl.
0: No. No. No.